This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. There's just no number one seed. There's no such thing as that right now. Just because they put a, a, a bracket up on TV screen doesn't mean anything. It's, it's what you do. We, Our guys understand that uh, we've got to go earn everything we get. Everybody's got their own style, and Todd's style is, uh, is Todd's style. And it's, he's a very good teacher. He expresses things really well. He's a great communicator. I like playing football, so it really don't matter. You know? Just going to have fun. Yeah, I think it's just reps, honestly. You know, you, it's tough to simulate getting practice reps. Uh, you can do as many mental reps as you want. Being out there, actually seeing live plays, it's different uh, getting prepared for a game. So hopefully be out there tomorrow getting some reps and uh, preparing for the game. Well, let's work our way back. Shall we? It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Ravens a couple of days away, a couple of nights, I guess, from taking on Jacksonville. Let's stress this. Let's build it up a little bit. This is a battle of first-place teams mm-hmm. coming up Sunday night in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, number one in the AFC South. Yeah, they're scuffling a little bit. Losers of two in a row. What, three of their last five have been in the L column? Then you got the Ravens coming in here, first place in the AFC North, number one seed. You heard Harbaugh talk about that, which we'll get to in a second. Right now in the AFC, they've won three in a row, seven of eight. Their only loss was that Steelers debacle when they dropped seven touchdown passes. Yeah. So you got one team that's cooking with gas. You got another team still in a position of strength, Probably long shots to win the number one seed in the AFC, but yeah. still very strong situation for them winning their division. So this is an interesting game between two first place teams now in the middle of December. Ravens, by the way, three point favorites in it. So let's talk about that. And we will with the playoff standings coming up in a couple of minutes. But we heard from Kyle Hamilton, Vinny, who was out of practice yesterday was wearing a knee brace. There's no commitment to playing Sunday night. Basically, we'll see how it goes over the next couple of days. He ain't playing. I don't I don't think that unless he all of a sudden says if he has to play with a knee brace, I don't want him to play, Bob. I don't want him to play. You know, take another week because you're more important for what's going to happen later on than just one game. So, I I'm not going to play Kyle Hamilton unless he is 100%. And, and Bob, he's not going to get any reps in practice this week. So they're going to go in with a game plan probably to play without him. 
And then whoever it is, whether it be what, whether they put uh, Millett, I, I don't feel that. You know, Early, maybe put maybe. Darby in and then put Darby. Humphrey in. Oh, yeah. You know, something like that. I, I could probably see that a little bit more. But by him showing up to practice yesterday, what is that? Like a Willis Reed sort of, I'm here for you, I'm going to give it my all? Or does he really have uh, hopes that he could be out there Sunday night on national TV? Well, the players always want to um, have hope and want to play. Um, and, and the coaches want him to, too. But you got to protect him from himself. Um, and then that's the doctors and the trainers. Because Harbs and Eric, they'll meet the trainers will come up and meet with them every morning after they've seen, you know, after they see Kyle this morning, they'll come up and say, you know, how's he look today? How's he feel from doing anything yesterday? And then they get a game plan for him today. Lamar Jackson was talking about uh, the question the question was these mini playoff games that the Ravens are going to be playing over the next four weeks heading into the postseason. And Lamar's like, hey, I'm just playing ball. They all understand the importance of these games. They control their own destiny, air quotes. They get all that. But if you start thinking, start analyzing too much, then maybe pressure gets to you. They're just going to go out there and try to handle business. And if they handle business, they get a buy, and they'll be hosting a playoff game coming up in the middle of January. Now, Bob, you, you've been in uh, the Ravens facility before, right? Correct. Like the cafeteria and stuff. You've been in. Yeah. All right. What's in their cafeteria? What's in their weight room? These TVs yep. everywhere. So when they're lifted in the morning, what what's on? They're watching Sports Center. They're watching Bob. They're watching the same crap that we are. Right. So and what are they talking about? They're talking about the playoffs. You know, they know everything that's going on. You know, I mean, they're Harbs. Harbs. You know, wants to portray that, but. That's reality. When they go home, that's what they're talking about. Their families are talking about it. They go to grocery store. You know, people are talking about it. Hey, you're number one seat. They know what's going on. Sure, and they've been there before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. two years ago, they were in the number one seat. Lamar got hurt. Didn't he <coughs> make the playoffs? I think they're pretty strong in that situation right now. And not going for Michael. Lamar's going to be ready to rock and roll. But they know where they are. They got Jacksonville. Then they have San Francisco, two primetime games. San yeah. Francisco, of course, on uh, Christmas night, and who knows what's going on with Miami. Nolan, what's the protocol again for Flexage? 12 days. We're coming up on it. So that would be the 31st. What was it, the 19th? Uh, next Tuesday. That would Ann's be, party. Yeah. Say it all happens next Tuesday, Bob. And Peters' party. And Peters' party next to Christmas party next Tuesday, and then we find out if uh, we get flex because – who runs our pregame at home and Peters. How about that? No doubt about it. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. But I'm looking at it this way, too. I don't know if there's a, a benchmark of games you can play prime time. Yeah, I don't. You just had the Chargers. You got Jacksonville. That's Cincinnati a few weeks back. I mean, are they going to be five? Are they going to reach their protocol of uh i think there's an initial limit. limit when the schedule gets released you can't have more than five but then flexing doesn't apply to that all right well bottom line is you got two big games coming up here in prime time and then possibly another prime time game against miami which could be for the number one seed in the afc hey, bob you know what i figured out is is like me and you are like harbs and norm he's our guy upstairs that has to know all the rules yes and then why didn't you tell we're, us not to throw their uh, flag when they had already scored a touchdown? That's the case. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, also, speaking of Harbs, he talked about potentially being the number one seed, stating the obvious. Hey, look, there's a lot of football left to be played. You can put standings out there and you can judge, which we will. But given the fact you are here over the course of the first 13 games you have played in the first 14 weeks, you have built up this status. Yep. Now it is up to you, John Harbaugh Ravens, to maintain said status. So they know what's in front of them. Right. Harbs always kind of tries to downplay it and stuff. And, hey, they they are the – you don't think that the players would like, damn, I'd love them by a week, you know, have that week off. But they know what they got to do to get it. I would be willing to guarantee you when he has team meetings – He's already given him the Newt Rockney. We're number one. We need to stay number one. We know it's ahead of us. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 410-583-1057 is the number. Bobby, Andy, Vinny, Serato. Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. If you want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057 is the Plaza Port text line. That's where you pick your songs because it's Total Request Thursday. Starting at 11 o'clock, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Maryland football, we'll talk to Damon Evans, bottom of the hour. MJ Morris, three-star recruit quarterback out of Georgia, was with NC State, redshirt sophomore, mm-hmm. or redshirt freshman, excuse me. Started four games, won three of them, then he got hurt. And then he and his dad were like, we're staying. And then like a week or two later, say we're going to the portal. And LSU, other schools, and LSU's breathing down your neck. That's kind of an impressive list to compete with. But Maryland got him. We talked about it last week with Keith Cavanaugh. We had Jeff Ehrman on yesterday that this has become, he was, kind of a priority. And full disclosure, I haven't really watched NC State play much because Maryland's not in the ACC anymore. But to get this guy, it seems as though, Vinny, seems that he's going to be the heir apparent to a tongue or Leah tongue of Viola, who's playing his final game in the uh, music city. Bowl. Well, Bob, anybody from the portal, you know, is not coming in to sit on the bench. Sure. And I, I, and Bob, I mean, if it really LSU was really involved, the money that they have, I and the, they want a quarterback and they're saying it's one to $2 million. I'm saying this kid wasn't. Yeah, sure. Because Jane Daniels was leaving, so they need a QB at LSU. But for Maryland, uh, look, Leah, when he came out of Alabama, he was clipboard holding. Not like he was going to assume the reins there down in uh, uh, Saban land. But he comes to Maryland, puts up all these gaudy numbers. I still say that Maryland underachieved this year. No doubt. In regards to win expectation. But... When you're Mike Loxley, you're just looking to uh, have a little comfortability. And he did. The starter got benched. He took over one, three, or four. Then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And he was going to redshirt this year. But now he's going to come to Maryland. Now, Damon can't talk about him specifically because it's not official yet. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, you can't talk about it, dude. Next, yeah. Well, that's next. Is that Well, that's, that's got to be probably next. Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. I've already lost. What's today? I think it's Wednesday. Isn't it? Where am I? Norm is signing date the 20th or the 19th? (laughs) Man upstairs. Am I allowed to throw a challenge flag even though they just reviewed that touchdown? You say yes? You do it and uh, Can I call a timeout now? Make an excuse later. Yes. Do it anyway. 
All right, well, Norm's looking Wednesday, for... February 7th, signing day. No, the early one's in All December. Right. Like, I think it's the 20th, Norm. Next week. Yeah, I think it's next week. But Wednesday. either way, this guy we're talking about, MJ Morris, he is not... Damon can allude to him, but can't talk about him right. specifically because he's not officially signed on a letter of intent to attend the, the Terrapin football world. So there you go, though. But that's good news, I guess, for Mike Loxley and the Turtles there. We got NBA fun happening here. Capitals back on the ice. The Wizards get blown out again last night. I'm mean, telling you, I'm not a ga- I'm, I gamble, but I'm not good at it. If you want to win money, just look at the Wizards. Whatever the spread is, take the other team and bet the over. Bet the over. I mean, the Wizards scored like 64 points in the first half last night against New Orleans, and they were losing by 11. They can't stop anybody. But there's plenty to get to. You would have joined it, you can. Two first-place teams Sunday night in Jacksonville. Ravens, three-point favorites down against the Jags, who have lost two in a row. There's got to be a concern level there. Reason being, well, Jacksonville's not bad. Secondly, Baltimore has struggled there historically. They lost there last season. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stadium Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 1057 The Fan. Josh Allen, usually coming off our left side. We're going to have to account for him in everything we do, but, you know, gosh, the whole front. They got a really good guy on the right side, and they got two guys backing those two guys up that play all the time that are really good, too, on the edges. John Harbaugh talking about that Jacksonville pass rush. Which is ranked 27. Yeah, as a team, they haven't really accumulated much, but they're they're kind of a two-man gang, Vinny, with uh, Josh Allen, 13 and a half sacks, and then Trayvon Walker uh, with five. Other than that, you know, everybody kind of gets a crumb here or there, it seems. Yeah. Josh Allen's he's a good player. Hey, Bob, you know what they do? They come off and they're going to try to push you back to the quarterback is what they do. When you watch the Ravens guys, they've all got moves and they're using their hands and they're spinning and all that. Jacksonville guys, I mean, they're just going to come put their hands on you and push you back and then they'll work from there. But um, um, Allen, he's got a little rip move and in, in that kind of stuff off of it. But uh, um, Walker does not, or yeah, Walker does not. He's just going to push you back. And if if you lock him up, you lock him up. 
It's 88-80-105-7, The Fan. It's Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. That was Bruce Springsteen. Get your uh, request in for Featured Artist Friday. We stop, well, Nolan actually does the vote counting at 11 o'clock. So send that thing here. Damon Evans joining us, Maryland AD, in a couple of minutes. But let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057, WGK Law. Phone lines are here for us all to enjoy. Harry and Owings Mill starts us off. Harry, what is up? Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Vinny. Morning. Hey, Harry. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, man. I wanted to talk a little bit about scenarios in terms of tiebreakers. Now, I know certain things are clear-cut. Ravens beat the Jaguars. They have the number one seed over them. The Jaguars are no longer an issue. I think the Ravens will beat them. The Jaguars don't actually, at least point-per-game-wise, point they're not showing the greatest defense right now. They give up over 22 points per game. Now, Going forward, though, and I think I'm trying to look at how much room for error do the Ravens have. So if you look at the Chiefs, I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose any more games. I just think their schedule the is The only key. shot they got is possibly is Cincy. It's Cincy, and, and that's in Kansas City. Yeah, so probably not. You're right. Right. And so you look at, okay, I think the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins are going to lose some more games. Um, I agree. If Tyreek is not right yeah. this weekend, and the Jets are a little bit more motivated now, they could give them some problems. We have to see how the quarterback will play. But here's my thing. In terms of if the Ravens finish tied with the Chiefs, what is the determining factor of who gets the number one seed? I think is the it, determining one is conference games. Conference games. Yeah. Ravens are six and three, Bob. I believe. Let's I believe see. they are six and three. Chiefs are six and two in the conference. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at it right now. So, but but is it possible that things could change? And because now the Chiefs, I guess they have all divisional games remaining. I don't think they play any more NFC teams. So, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I ultimately think the Ravens will win the division. And I think they'll beat the Jaguars this weekend. I think the Dolphins, I think the Ravens will beat them. But I guess you have to worry about, well, as long as the Ravens beat the Jaguars, as well as the Dolphins, as well as at least the Steelers, even if they have problems Throw against in the, the Niners, Niners too. they can't beat them, they should be well, okay. If the Ravens win out, this is it's right. a moot point. But, yeah. Harry, do we really think they're going to win – Four in a row. I'm not saying it's an impossible task by any stretch of the imagination for a team that's won three straight and seven of eight. But San Francisco seems a, that'll be the only game the Ravens will be underdogs in. If, it, Bob, yeah, if they went out, they'll have won what eleven out of twelve. That's you're better than nineteen. Yeah, where they well they won twelve in a row, but yeah. that schedule was pretty daunting there. Harry, thanks for the call. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Nolan, we have time for another call before we get to Damon Evans. I guess not. It's Vinny and Haiti one zero five seven. The fan, Damon Evans, Maryland AD, coming up next. Then we'll get to your phone calls. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. He's going to be joining us to talk some Major League Baseball. This Atani contract's got an interesting twist. There were no opt-outs, but I guess there kind of is, given a certain situation. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. So to request Thursday, you pick the songs at 410-583-1057. 
Send that request. Dolan McGraw. Live Sport Text Line. I'll play it for you. Ravens take it on Jacksonville coming up on Sunday night. Ravens three-point favorites in this matchup of two first-place teams. 8-20 kickoff. We, 105-7, the fan, will be at the Green Turtle in Towson for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored. Pre-game show brought to you by Rice Mirtha Pesaurus. Yours truly, Ken Wyman, gets you through the first hour. And then it's Vinny, it's Tim Barbalace, it's Cordell Woodland. It's uh, Mike Preston will be uh, checking in yep. from Jacksonville yep. where the rain is expected to be there. Maybe not during game time, though, right? During the day, they're supposed to get some thunderstorms like an inch of rain. And at night, um, very little if we get any. John Harbaugh, 4-4 four and four against Jacksonville during his career. Ravens did lose down there last season with Lamar Jackson as the Jags scored late to win that game. I believe there was some controversy, if I'm not mistaken, in the touchdown, certainly the two-point conversion that followed. So the Ravens looking for a measure of revenge against the Jags. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato. But joining us now to talk about what's happening in College Park, he is the athletic director, University of Maryland, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato. Let's welcome in on the WGK Law guest hotline, Damon Evans. Damon, good morning. What is up? Nothing, man. We're just up in College Park chilling, getting ready for the holiday. Uh, chilling and getting ready for the holidays. And we'll start with a little football here. And I know you can't mention names because that would be a violation of the NCAA rules, which, you know, that's another topic altogether what those rules are <laughs> anymore. But uh, Mike Loxley looks like he got himself a quarterback, looks like he got himself a possible center here. And the transfer portal, and Damon, we talk about it every week with me, you, and Vinny, where the portal giveth, portal taketh away. It looks like over the last 24 hours, portal been giveth in a little bit, if that's even a word. I like it. You're making up words today, but I'll take it. (laughs) It's been interesting. I think Locks and his staff have done a good job for us. Uh, This is that time of the year. I think the portal opened on December 4th or somewhere around then and closes on, on January 2nd. Interestingly enough, since the portal has opened, as far as football is concerned, over a thousand uh, student athletes have entered the portal, which is just uh, remarkable. But Locke has done a good job of getting some of the pieces that he needs, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's the line, and making sure that we continue to position ourselves to, to grow each and every year. So I'm excited about where we are, but I'm looking forward to more. Now, Damon, you talk about the number in the portal, and I'm not good at math, but I understand there's only X amount of schools and X amounts of roster spots available for individual schools. Where does the advice come from? If someone was coming to Damon Evans and said, hey, man, I'm thinking about this, and I know the the NIL money is going to be the ultimate trump card, but it's like, do you realize that there aren't there's more people in the portal than there are positions within division one college football here yes and i should correct myself not of more than a thousand there are more than 2500 players in the portal right now it's interesting um i remember as a young man when you're playing a sport like football or basketball all of us think that we're better than we are Uh, that's just the nature of the beast and sometimes uh, we don't realize that we're not playing because we need to improve Uh, Some of us think we're not playing because the coach doesn't like me or I just don't fit the scheme. And what people can do from the outside looking in, they can pressure you. They can make you feed into that. Yeah, you can go someplace else. 
And so there are a lot of people out there that are uh, misleading these young men, and they're making decisions without the full knowledge of what's going on and what the opportunities truly are for them. And that's one of the sad things about uh, the portal. So I would just advise people, I want you to do what's best for you. I'm never going to knock you for trying to do what's best for you, but make sure that you've gathered all the facts and understand what true opportunities are available for you before you make those decisions. So while a lot of people think this portal is great and it has done some really good things, but you always got to look at the negative aspects of it as well. Hey, Damon, you know, Lou Holtz had a statement the other day because they asked him the difference between football players today and those like 50 years ago. And his answer was today's athletes talk about rights and privileges and the players 50 years ago talked about obligations and responsibilities. I I think that's a good way to, I don't want to knock today's players, but I do think that there is a difference and Mm -hmm. um, that that makes a lot of sense. And when he said, you know, I tell people, here's some of the things that I've seen that change. Back in the day, if my coach told me to run through the wall, I went and I'd run through the wall. Right. Now what we do today, the student athlete is a little different. We'll, we'll ask, not only ask why, but we transition from asking why to telling the coach, you show me. <laughs> and so uh, just a very different kid. But, you know, what we have to do is we have to adjust and adapt. But at the same time, I've always said this, and I tell Locks this, I tell Willard, Brenda, all of our coaches, I want kids uh, who want to be here, Mm -hmm. who want to be Terps. If they don't want to be here, if they don't want to buy into what we're doing, then we need to let them go and we need to move on because that's not good for what we're trying to do. You know, it's funny you say that, Damon, is because I was talking with my buddy Mel Kuyper the other day, and I, you know, because we were talking about how all these young GMs now and and guys don't want to work up through the system. They want to be a GM at 28. And I said, Mel, you know, I, I told him I'm, I'm so much smarter. And I, I, I said, the thing that I would want now, I said, if they don't love it, I, I want to find out if they love the game, will they work? You know, how hard do they want to work and how important it is to them? You know, and then I'll go from there. I, I totally agree with what you tell on your coaches. Well, nothing replaces hard work. Nothing replaces getting in there, rolling up your sleeves and putting in your time. I understand that that there are some individuals who can get to certain positions early. Uh, I was fortunate enough to become an AD at age 34. But I will tell you, the AD that I am now compared to the AD I was at age 34, Mm -hmm. I'm a lot more experienced. I know how to handle certain situations better and have just a better perspective of the overall job. So nothing beats hard work. Uh, Nothing beats really learning your craft. And it's okay to take some time to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Damon Evans, Athletic Director, University of Maryland, joining us here, Vinny and Haney. 1057 The Fed, Damon on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. December 30th, it's Auburn. It's the Music City Bowl down in Nashville. What's the rampage up like? I just invented another word, Damon. Sorry about that. But how are you guys getting ready for that matchup against the Tigers, Big Ten versus SEC? Great opportunity first. Uh, It it is really a great opportunity to play an SEC opponent, to play Auburn. I know a lot about Auburn. gives us the chance to get uh, our eighth win of the season and to win a third bowl game in a row, which has never been done here at the University of Maryland. So I think uh, I'm just excited about what is before us. 
Locks has been recruiting. Uh, the staff has been working out. There have been some practices going on. So we're really in, in, in high gear to get this job taken care of in, in Nashville. And I'm just excited that we've taken another step in our bowl progression. Uh, we're stepping up each and every year uh, to better bowls. All of them are good. But as you make that progression up, uh, we're, we're seeing positive momentum. Hey, uh, Damon, what's happening with all the other sports, like the women's sports, uh, men's basketball, all those, all the other goodies that you got going on in Turpland? Well, you guys, I don't know if you saw last night, uh, I mean, the other night in men's basketball, we scored, I think, uh, 105. 105 points or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, I watched if it. You looked, if you Same sum for the Big Ten games. Score. I yeah. scored. Everybody scored. I, I got some time. I got a little run in that Test game. Studio scored in that game from the foul <laughs> line, if I'm not mistaken. But it was good to see because we got to see some of our younger guys get some confidence. We got to see our team knock down some shots, which has been a struggle for us all year. We shot 53% from the floor. And from the three-point line at 47%, I hate to say this, we're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country. So to be able to get to 47 uh, percent is really good for us and for those young players to to gain some confidence and anytime you can get a win is good women's basketball man i don't know if you guys have ever been to a field trip day we had a bunch of kids in here the other day and man was it loud in that uh, arena and that was a good win over Towson, 99 to 51 and then in other sports uh, i'm just excited that uh, winter sports are really getting going. Our, our wrestling team is ranked number 22 in the country. And Alex Clemson has done a, a, a fabulous job of building that program. And he put a really good strategy in place and structure to get us to where we are. Uh, women's indoor track and field and gymnastics continue to practice. And we'll be back in action in January. And then I'm going to end by saying we had 83 student-athletes named to the academic All-Big Ten team nice. earlier this week. So things are going well in College Park. I need people to go buy bowl tickets. We need to see you in Nashville. It's not hard to do. Just go visit umterps.com backslash bowl central, and you can buy tickets and get all the information you need. Damon Evans, Athletic Director, University of Maryland. Damon, as always, appreciate the time. As you know, it's Total Request Thursday. What are we jamming to? We're going to listen to this. It's the most wonderful time uh, of the year by Andy Williams. And I want to wish you guys happy holidays and appreciate your friendship and, and all you do covering our program. You got it, appreciate David. It, Same Damon. to you. Here's yep. Damon Evans, everybody. Athletic Director, University of Maryland. We'll come back, take your phone calls. Vortep 583-1057. Talk baseball. Bob Nightingale, USA Today at 11 o'clock. Whip around 11-15. And then Vinny's going to break down Jacksonville. They've lost two in a row, including last week to the fighting Flacco's in Cleveland. Cleveland. What went wrong for them? But what's the potential for them springing an upset because they are underdogs against the Ravens Sunday night? Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 a fan. From a quarterback perspective, it's a future type of a move. I think Eric would describe it as that. Uh, so he can uh, he'll practice. He was out there practicing at quarterback today early in practice, but he'll also work at wide receiver and uh, work on special teams too. And Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. That was John Harbaugh talking about the uh, acquisition of Malik Cunningham a couple of days ago off the New England practice squad. He was signed to the Ravens' active roster. Mm-hmm. And as you heard John Harbaugh say, Vinny, we talked about it a couple of days ago when the uh, the news came out. The future's back, yep. as they say in this gambling age. As Tyler Huntley hits free agency 
uh, uh, after the season. Mm -hmm. So similar skill set to Lamar. Came from the same program that Lamar Jackson did in Louisville. But let me ask you this before we get into full-on breakdown of Cunningham. What's Tyler Huntley thinking right now? Saying, well, well, they just just brought in my replacement. Well, Huntley probably wants to go elsewhere anyhow because he knows as long as Lamar's there, he's not going to play. So I'm I'm guessing he's probably fine with it because um he his plan is probably to move on anyhow, Bob. As he's not played, and this is with all due respect to him this year. Yeah. Because Lamar's playing and Lamar Jackson's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So that's a good thing for Baltimore. But you heard John Harbaugh explain it. it did say wide receiver though. Where'd that come from all of a sudden? Well, he's probably um I'm guessing, Bob, that he's because they're down some at wide receiver, he's probably doing some scout team stuff at wide receiver because he can run. But to finish the discussion, this is a guy that we'll be talking about more next year. Oh, no In regards to his uh, role with the team and his significance. Well, like like Harv said that Eric talked about, that it's, you know, move for next year. The only way they were going to get him, Bob, is put him on the active roster. Otherwise, he wasn't coming. We're Belichick say that. Yep. So, I mean, they did what they had to, to do. They liked him. Lamar Lamar roomed with them, or they were together at Louisville for a year. A year. Yeah. So, they know each other. They like each other. So, I, I don't I don't think it's a bad move. The, the, the guy who, you know, if I'm the one on the practice squad. Oh, Anthony from, Brown? Anthony Brown. Then I'm a little... Nervous. Video and Huntley. Video at 81057 The Fan. It's Total Request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play it. That was a Starship. Not Jefferson Airplane or Jefferson. It was Starship, I believe. Or that might have been Jefferson Starship. I don't know. There's many incarnations. It was Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship before they went full on Starship and took off into another stratosphere. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato, let's get out to the phones. Anything you want to talk about, we got you covered. Bob Nightingale going to talk some baseball with us. Top of the hour from USA Today. Let's start this segment off in Pikesville with Joe. Joe, thanks for holding your own the fan with Vinny and Haney. Hey, good morning, guys. Vinny, hey, how you doing today? Joe, good. what's up, buddy? Hey, um, uh, Vinny, real quick, you guys from Hillside took care of McGrath. McGrath was horrible. Couldn't figure it out. They got it done for him. Nice. So, so thanks. Yeah, so thanks for that recommendation. Yep. Uh, just two things. I'm concerned about the play calling. You know, every time that we have a critical third down where it's like two yards or, or, or less two, three yards that we need, I don't know why they keep throwing the ball. I don't know why they don't just just hike the ball and Lamar just run. I mean, two yards, three yards, just get the two yards on these critical downs. No fake, no anything. Just get the two yards, go down, and let's move on. And just the second thing, Vinny, if you could just give me uh, what you think is going to happen with uh, Beckham and especially Dobbins since we got the, the new kid who, who has it all together. Thanks for the time, guys. Oh, Keaton Mitchell, I'm assuming he's talking about. Oh, what? so what's going to happen with J.K.? Uh, probably have to see how he how he is. I mean, you know, he's got a year left on his contract. So bring him in and see how well, he... Well, it's, it's a different injury. Let's stress yeah. that. This was Achilles versus knee. I don't know what difference that makes. Got to be somewhat different in regards That's to analyzing his of, health. A lot of uh, lower body stuff, sure. you know. But um, with uh, Mitchell, I think uh, 
sky's the limit for Mitchell. Mitchell is an explosive home run hitter is what he is. He's a playmaker. How does he get missed in the draft? How's that happen? Size, I guess, size. Um, and you know what? You know what's funny is, is like, he's probably graded like as a draftable guy, but running backs all get pushed back now, Bob. If this was, you know, 15 years ago, he probably goes in the fourth round or something just but, because of speed and playmaking. And look, he's an impact guy for the Ravens. He's yeah. going to be an integral part of what they do down the stretch of the regular season into the postseason. But I'm going to plead ignorance. I had never heard of him until Doug Farrar mentioned him on this show. Yeah. And we were both like, well, who's that? Well, Anthony Mitchell I knew because he was a prominent part of the Ravens winning the Super Bowl back in 2000. But, I mean, it's probably similar to Pacheco, seventh rounder for the Chiefs. And then all of a sudden he puts their first rounder on the bench, Clyde Hilaire, because he's not a speedster. And then he brings in – home run hitting a bill. All of a sudden, it's like, damn, that's what we've been missing. Yeah, maybe Keaton Mitchell will be the guy down yeah. the stretch for the Ravens running the football. Again, we'll get into stats more uh, in-depth tomorrow, but we'll mention the fact that Jacksonville's pass defense is terrible. 31st. Yeah, so maybe uh, Todd Munkin's got something up his sleeve. Let's get out to Ellicott City. It's Kevin. Kevin, what's happening on this Total Request Thursday? What up, Vinny Bob? How you doing? Doing all right, dude. I uh having those comments a few weeks back about Maryland's gonna get bigger, faster players. I was really excited that y'all had Mr. Evans on. I love his mentality right now. That's exactly what we're gonna do. Get bigger, better, faster players. Like you said, kind of some of that nonsense can can take hold a little bit too much with the NIL, but uh Ravens-wise, one of the biggest things I, I recall regularly with our battles with, like, Jacksonville and even Miami when they weren't really doing a whole lot, I'd really love to see those first two, three drives really procure a touchdown or be close enough that we – you know what I mean? Like when we 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 went really um, like dull against teams like that a few times and and let them hang around. And I think if we can put points up fast but look good, we can beat them pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean that makes sense uh, if they can fa- start fast. Because here's the thing about it is, is right now, um, Jacksonville, they've lost to two AFC teams in, in a row, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and now you got the best of the three. So it's going to be a challenge for them, and their confidence has got to be um, a little bit, you know, down a little bit. So if the Ravens can come out, let's say, you know, if things went perfect for the Ravens, they come out, they're up 14 nothing after one. I mean that that would be that would be pretty impressive. About Jacksonville, still a lot to play for. We're going to hear from Doug Peterson as the show rolls on. He still has confidence that they understand the task at hand, and they're going to be up to said task. We have time for another call, Nolan. You make the call, Nolan McGraw. Let's go to Greg in Baltimore. Greg, what's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Greg. Um, so two things. So one, um, as far as Malik Cunningham, 
if I'm not mistaken, when he was with the Patriots, I think that Bill Belichick like actually had him taking wide receiver reps. So mm-hmm. that may be why Harvard mentioned that uh, too. And um, and and Vinny, uh, just a question. So so as far as that guy bringing up like the whole top break scenarios. So if beat the Jaguars, lose to the Niners, and beats Miami, then, of course, it comes down to the Steelers game, but that would only be four losses compared to Kansas City's five. You had the tiebreaker with Jacksonville. You had the tiebreaker with Miami. Would you rest the starters for that Steelers game? Because win or loss, technically, you're giving your starters that bye right then and there. Well, I'll hang up and let you guys kind of, you know, discuss that. I'm, I'm playing it like um, we had the same scenario when I was in San Fran. We played our starters the first half against the Vikings, and the Vikings needed to beat us to get into the playoffs. Played the starters. Steve Young played a quarter, and then he was out. You know, so I'm good. In 2019, Harbs rested everybody, right, Bob? Last game. A couple of guys were banged up, though, Andrews and Ingram. Right. And Lamar didn't play. And, 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 right. So I, I don't have a problem with that. But I think um, this year against Pittsburgh, I think Lamar plays a quarter. I, I'm not I'm not putting them down, down, and resting them for the whole week. Because the way they came out and played last week, you know, that's why I don't want to rest them so much. I, I, I'm going to let them play a little bit. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan Hour, number one in the books. When we come back on this total request Thursday, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Nolan McGraw will start to tabulate. We'll reveal that coming up in a couple of hours and then some. But coming up next, Bob Nightingale, USA Today. We'll talk some baseball with him. Orioles made a move. They brought in their new closer. But what's next on the agenda? Maybe for Mike Elias, the Shohei Atane deal. What's going on with possible big movement in the trade world before we get to spring training? Which, believe it or not, everybody, pitchers and catchers reporting in about two months. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 